Hey, today we are talking about some of my background in doing this work and my rather unfancy approach to all of it. And now that I'm getting into fancier circles, I think it would be easier to just lose that dose of reality, lose that piece of my story. But this work, the podcast, the books, all ensures that we stay grounded in that. That we know what our truth is and we know how important it is to bring that perspective to every table I am blessed enough to sit at now. And this story and this way of approaching all of this work is rather unexciting, but is true to where I came from and who I was and am, which is just a teeny tiny (laughs) small town dreamer type who was told that she didn't make the cut and so she should be less and it just isn't true. And so we're talking about some of the projects that I'm working on right now and some of the universal conversations that I've been having with higher powers and God and spirit guides and ancestrals and yeah okay it it's not that weird but maybe it gets weird a little bit I don't know just you know what just listen let's do this welcome to season three um I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three. And I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world. However, that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, good morning. We are
are coming to you live straight from headphones and phone. So if the audio sounds a little bit different today, you now know why. There is no internet in this house, no matter what. I applied for a solution, just wasn't working. And what I figured out this morning was there's no real backup plan here for that to happen. Uh, I guess the backup plan is exactly what we're all experiencing right now, which is throw it on a phone, make it so, trust and rely on the internet that exists via phone service. So now you know, now you're a part of this creation process. Um, actually, I used to, back when I was trying to start this, and my only goal really was to be as consistent as possible, I would record audio sets on the way to work. And usually my commute was about a half an hour, and so it worked out perfectly. I would say the only struggle then is just uploading from a phone. I don't have ease and access to things that I normally would, but it works when all else fails. It is a fall safe, and we make it happen anyways. So, kind of kicking it old school for you today. Welcome. Uh, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Today, my great thing is just continuing to find ways to connect. Uh, I know that this is something that's hard to process. This idea of giving before we receive. Yikes, what a crazy, crazy way to live. And I will say, we're very blessed in our life to have put ourselves in this position. And I say it that way because we were not in a position to give. We were in a position to stay scarce. We were in a position to hold back from other people, to hold back our impact, to hold back our ability to go explore new things. We weren't really set up to give first. And this is very much from the environments that we were raised in. This is very much from the way that we were raised, right? This is crazy. And yet, is it all that crazy? Is it crazy? Is it crazy to, to give? And I got a, a quote in my car that I keep up. If you continuously give, you will continuously have. Maybe that's not what it says, but something to that, that effect. And, you know, in the giving, I find people so much more responsive to help when I have questions, when I just showed up wanting to give, wanting to help, wanting to figure things out. And I don't know that that was always true. I don't know that I was always showing up in that way, um, but I definitely see a difference, a change of pace, a change of vibrational alignment with how I'm showing up now. And every time that I'm feeling kind of tapped out on all of this work or I'm feeling a little bit lost, I'm always given someone who's a glimmer of hope. And that only happens when we put ourselves in places where we can connect with people with like minds. And I know that that's hard too, because who has time? 
Well, at some point, we have to show up to make time for these things. We have to show up to be bigger and better than we ever considered possible. And I know it's so hard, but then I see people and I sit at tables with people and I think about how important my perspective is and how important the work that I want to do is because it does connect with a whole different set of people. And sometimes it just takes me slapping myself over the head with it over and over and over and over and over and over. And it's so hard to show up in the opposition of that. So hard to keep showing up for what you believe in sometimes when it is different, when it is not something that the mass majority agree with or adopt as the norm. And I am grateful that as I continue showing up in that light, as I continue showing up in this truth for a larger majority of time, I attract people who give me more than I could ever give them. And I attract and meet people who make the crazy and coolest things possible. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. And I I'm forever grateful to do this work. I'm forever grateful to be connecting with people who are just as giving as I am. And I really believed for a while, like, oh, no, you can't just give. You can't just give. That's dangerous. Don't do it. Sheesh, that's a good way to go broke. And I've seen nothing but the opposite of people willing to give because that's how the relationship started or that's really where the the vibration met and it's it's amazing i can't really call it anything else i'm amazed i'm amazed okay that's my great thing go ahead and take time for yourself recognize yourself for your greatness this is like setting the initial vibration that we all need in this life, this vibration, that we're amazing and we're capable of amazing things. And when we're capable of those amazing things, we go out and do those amazing things and we can't really know anything else as truth. But that, let's go. Let's do this. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about this period that I'm in right now, this period of life, because there's so many opportunities and new things that I've tapped into that I haven't been tapped into before. And it's this really cool community and environment and it's invigorating and amazing and all these things. And I, hello, am <laughs> not the typical fancy person that you might see in these environments. And I have faked that in lives past where I showed up untrue to myself and was like, no, 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 I'm fancy. Look at this. And I remember, and I've talked about this before, this want 
And maybe I haven't talked about it here. Where did I talk about that? Oh, in my class. And then I did talk about it here where I chose the yellow jacket versus the black or gray one. And that was really the start of this decision point. Are you yellow? Do you fit the mold? Are you what you're supposed to be? And do you present as that? And I would say I'm still finding who I'm supposed to be in this realm and who I want to show up as and what I want to portray as that. But more than anything, I want to portray the realness, all of this work, the authenticity in who I am. I don't want to be that fake person who stands up and is now all fancy and can't speak to where I came from. It's important that people know that there is this underlying tone of very normal middle-classedness that I had overcommitted to, really. Um, but I, I just, I don't ever want to lose that. And so now I'm getting to tap into these environments, these people that I would have under no other circumstances known other than just showing up and showing up to serve and help. And I feel like that movement, that decision over everything else has led to more opportunities than anything. And I know it seems like it would be the opposite, but it isn't. And so now that this unfancy Hannah is finding herself at fancy tables, that's, that's what, that's where people go. That's what they say. Oh, oh, you're in that group. Yeah. Wow. Look at you go. And I don't want to lose the fact that all of this is rather unfancy. Okay. This morning, my very rural internet went down. This is not abnormal. It also drops almost every single Zoom call, almost every single 10 minutes. I've had teams of people come out here to work on it every time that I call to complain about it to my internet service provider. They just send someone out that someone fixes it for about a week and then we're in the same position we were in before, making me all the more um, unwilling to take time out of my day to commit to someone coming to fix, in quotations, this issue. And I, that's just it, right? Like, it doesn't take a special kind of person. It doesn't take a special kind of idea. It doesn't take knowing any sort of special people, because I can tell you that I knew none of them when I started this work. I was not in any of the right circles. I was not connected in my community. I was not connected in the broader community. And you can be. You can find your way. You can take one step. And that's what I like when I was explaining this last night to people who were judging me for being fancy and being on a board. It was like, no. 
I didn't know how to do anything. I just knew that I felt like all the things that an entrepreneur was, I was and wanted to be. And I had no idea what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, what I might build. I had no ideas at all of things that I wanted to build. And I took the first step that I could possibly build on. Not knowing what it was going to lead to, not knowing if it was going to turn into a thing or not, not knowing if I was just going to stop or not. I just took the first step. And the first step was just recording audio. And it just happened to be that this could start to carve a path for my personal brand, that this work could start to show up and talk about and confirm that Hannah is about these things, that Hannah is about this kind of mentality and this kind of work ethic, and Hannah is about just starting. And I had no connections to the right people. I didn't know any entrepreneurs in my life outside of a couple of maybe beach body coaches. It was just me pretty much. And along the way, I would always find who I needed. And now, because listen, when you're not connected, it just takes a whole lot of patience. And I know that that is the last thing that any of us want to hear, but we don't want to rush through this, right? I knew that I just didn't want to get it wrong again. I knew that I just didn't want to end up where I just fought so hard to leave. And so it did. It took time and it took willingness to keep working the job. Even though we were doing this work and we were liking this better than that, it still, I wasn't sure. Was this something I wanted to fully explore? Was this something that I was willing to give my entire life over to? Was this a persona that I wanted to continue discovering? And was this a person I wanted to explore and pull back from the world and get to know better? And yeah, I decided this was that person. This was who I needed to get to know more. And every step after that, even though there were times where it was like, oh no, what are we going to do with all this work? You have all these podcasts, maybe we should do this. And then when those things didn't pan out, it was like, oh no, you're going nowhere fast. What are you doing? And we had to work through those voices and listen to what they were telling us, and then go in to heal those wounds. Because no matter what I did, success or not, those voices were coming up and they were speaking louder than anything. And that's work that we continue to do this day. It only gets more complicated as you start stepping into new circles and you start stepping into new opportunities, right? Because all of a sudden this urge to run comes back. This urge to, to forget the things that you have learned about yourself and just give in to whatever success is going to look like the fastest. Right? Oh my gosh. 
Hannah, we better run and start this company. What, what do we do next? How do we do this? We better start sprinting, Hannah. You're never going to get an opportunity like this again. And it just isn't true. There are opportunities all over this beautiful world. There are opportunities for me. There are truths. And so yesterday I sat down and was meditating for a brief second as I was losing my head a little bit. And I just said, like, universe, tell me where to go next. Like, have an email sitting in my inbox and just guide me because I want to run right now. I want to run into whatever this success is going to look like. I, I want to get there faster. I do, I do. And the universe was like, listen. Build what's built. And I was like, what? Come on, universe. Can you say something easier than that? <laughs> listen, the bargaining that happens with the universe and God and me, we're, we're pretty funny. And they absolutely don't find me funny. Because I ask for things in ridiculous ways. And the universe just said, build what's built. And so then I stepped back. And I analyzed what's already built. And I decided we go to work there. And we can build additional things, right? That's not like throwing things to the wayside that are new and exciting and fun coming in because those things are cool too. But if we're building what's built, if we're capable of doing that work and we do things at a pace that's realistic to our life, we aren't trying to be something that we aren't already, we just build what's in front of us we build where there's opportunity. That's where we find flow. And that ability to sort of weave in and out, to know that there's no idea, no opportunity that didn't help build you in some way. And so sometimes you're just going to put those on the back burner once in a while and you're maybe going to come back to them or you're not. Who knows? Because maybe the only important thing that that did for you was build this skill set. Or maybe the only important thing that that did for you was give you this intro or that next opportunity. We don't have to have that figured out. All we have to figure out is what feels best and in most alignment today. And what's flowing. And that's what I've been trying to pay very specific attention to what's flowing, what flowed, who's here, where are we feeling barriers? Why am I trying to make something happen? That probably isn't ready. Why am I forcing it? Why am I sending the emails? Then I'm sitting there and going, oh, don't send this email. Oh, no, 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 no. Chill. And true to the universe, for me right now, is build what's built. So uh, that means this book, 
right? Building a team around this book. And I thought for a while, like, oh no, we won't have a team or let's not be dramatic about this. And then it's just like, let's be dramatic about it. Let's make this a really cool book launch. Let's bring people along who believe in me, who want to see this work, this work of heart come to life. Let's do that. Let's not be scared to bring people in. Let's not be scared to lay out the vision that you have, the goals, the dreams, because maybe we don't even get there, but maybe we can inspire people in that group to start thinking this same way about themselves. And I I guess I'm inspired by people who have gone before me who have made these things happen for themselves. And that's what you're going to have to keep doing. You're going to have to keep showing up for what you can. Oh, sorry. Wow, that was probably really loud in headphones. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to keep showing up for things that you can and can't see. And sometimes it just takes creating a vision and then figuring out who you know that can help you bring that to life. And that doesn't mean that everybody's going to say yes and they're going to sign up and they're going to go, oh my gosh, yes, let's do this. That's not what it means. It means you've met a lot of amazing people along the way who could play a big part in all of this, who could help you make this next piece happen. Are you willing to bring people along? Are you wanting to bring people into the fold of what it is that you see. One of my favorite songs, da da da, um, gosh, what is it even? What is it? What is it? What is it? Um, a Million Dreams, The Greatest Showman. Duh, that's such a great movie. If you haven't watched it, like, make it so. Make it so in your life, good friends. Uh, <laughs> but in that song, The Dreamer, right? The, what is his name? P.T. Barnum, the dreamer, is like, I can see a million dreams. I can see a world that's waiting up for me. This is super cool. And then his wife comes on and she's like, just share your dreams with me because not everybody can see that. Not everybody can see, can see the world like that. Dreamers like that. People who have something that sets their heart on fire. And I think every single person is a dreamer. But there are few people who are, who are visionaries who can really put pieces of the pie together. And make that make sense. And not everybody has that ability. And that doesn't mean we have to be afraid of people who don't. That doesn't mean that we can't share these things. This ability, this gift, this way of looking at the world. People want that. People need to be brought into that fold when they're ready, when they're capable. And when we're building what's built 
I think we have this amazing ability to bring in cool people who can help us see it through. And you don't have to go out and network with a million people. There's a likelihood that you have some heart-centered friends that you've met along the way that can make these things happen. There's a chance you already know them. There's a chance you already are them. There's a chance that they're all over. And I think that that takes balance. So in the beginning, I couldn't have reached out to the people that I'm asking to come along and help do this work now. So they couldn't see it. We weren't far enough away from it. I couldn't communicate the bigger vision of what this would become because I didn't know at that point. And when I'm looking at my team right now, so many of those people weren't even anywhere close to being on this team. I didn't even know some of them when I started this work. And that's the beauty. You'll be given people and should you keep showing up as your truth, they'll see you. They'll see this work. They'll see your heart and your truth. And when you call on them, when you're eventually ready, they'll actively show up for you. And they'll say, like, let me help. How can I help you? What can I do to make this bigger and better? And how can I bring my gifts to your gift? And so we're, we're building out the launch of this book. Um, I know that I had had this really whimsical idea of when this book would launch uh, some might call it overly optimistic. I will tell you that is an understatement almost, but that is pretty much my normal vibe. Okay. Overly optimistic, overly adventurous and enthusiastic. It's just who I am. And I can't really navigate in my truth any other way. <laughs> so even though we're overly optimistic, I think we can make this really cool. The people that I'm gathering to bring this, to birth this book into the world is so much cooler than what it was when I was just sitting on this by myself. And now I get to communicate that vision and I get to continue building um, a company with one of my really close friends. And it's amazing. And we're going to build a million more things. But today, today we're going to build what's already built. We have established foundations and we can continue exploring options and conversations, but today we've already built this. And so we should continue the focus and the ferocity that goes into that. And we should continue just building and taking off and moving forward with that vision with this bigger vision for how we operate and impact and change the world. And isn't that what we're all called here to do? And isn't that a beautiful 
way to exist. Isn't that? And I'm really excited to put the book out there to sort of, and this would be my best communication of it, to lower the entry point or the commitment to this work. If you really dove in, and I think some people are going to want to, um, that's a lot of hours to commit. Even though it's a cool body of work, it is a big body of work. And I'm excited to have different kinds of entry points, different ways of interpreting and having this impact you. And oh my gosh, to, to be sitting here writing a, a book, rewriting and editing and doing all those things is completely mind-blowing. And I've always wanted to own that work. And I am excited to now own the vision. And someday there will be teams of people and I won't even have to really talk about the vision. Or hopefully I always will be able to. I don't know. I just can't imagine a cooler life than the one that I'm living right now. And I know that it'll get even cooler than I could ever imagine. And that means those things are there for you too. Because I'm not some super cool, connected person. I'm, I'm you. I'm just a normal, everyday person who didn't make it. Who's going to make it now. Who's committing to living a life that brings out passion I didn't think I would ever get to experience. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.